Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, best known as Dick Merritt. <laughs> oh, boy. Dick Merritt? Dick Merritt. Did you... Sorry, who are you? Oh, uh, Jordan Morris, uh, furious about something that happened in It Chapter 2. <laughs> okay. uh, did, you, did you win some sort of Dick Award? Uh, I purchased one at the flea market. Oh. I was well, the... so you didn't win it. Mm. This is a dead man's I dick award. deserve it. Okay. It's, I bought, I was at the flea market today, mm-hmm. and lately I've been kind of interested in, you know, I have to put this on shop, mm. and I, I, I've been, we sell, I sell jewelry in there, and then I, I've been interested in, like, athletic awards, like, that you get for, like, a track and field meet in 1918. Okay. And then we put them on a little chain. It's like a little necklace. Or it could say like Scholastics Fun. on it or something like that. And I got an old tennis trophy on my mantle yep. uh, that I got from a Goodwill. Fun conversation piece. Yeah. Do you? Someone will notice this. Like, oh, you play tennis? And I'll say, no, I'm world squash champion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you <laughs> for assuming that. And then I kick them out of my house. Yeah. Notice that the notice that the stick is slightly smaller. You know, classic tennis stick. Yeah. That they use to hit the hit the roundo. Mm-hmm. You know the tennis roundo. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Little green roundo. <laughs> yeah. Or yellow, depending on your perspective. Well. Mine's green, and that's what color I think it is. And everybody okay. who tells me it's yellow is fucking wrong. Anyway, I was at the flea market today, and yeah. I came upon one of these little Ew. medallions that be- that was awarded to or belonged to a man named Dick Merritt. Mm-hmm. And I had to buy <laughs> I just bought so that wait. shit. I'm wearing it right now. But where is it? Where is it on your person? Oh, Jesse's taking off his pants. He's yeah, it's right un- here under my taking vest. Taking out his cock, yeah. and uh, it is hanging from his uh, perineum. I wear a vest around my perineum. Um, <laughs> or the English would call it a waistcoat. Mm. Um, the perineum is the taint, right? Yes. What's a soft spot on a baby's head? <laughs> Fontanelle. Oh, Fontanelle. I was, I was concerned when I, I was doing that. I know the thing under your, under your nose is the philtrum. Mm, sure. Yeah. So we've got that covered. Anyway, just <laughs> anyway. There's no. I was concerned that uh, maybe my perineum joke was uh, a lot worse than it actually was. Anyway, Not at continue. All. Uh, the, all, all, all it is is it just it belonged to a man named Dick Merritt. So it is a, it is a, it is a, it is a, it is itself a merit. Yeah. That was given to someone named Merritt. Yeah. What did he win it for? This I think this one is more like a ID bracelet kind of deal. Okay. Like normally they they are an award, but this one has, says City of Inglewood with a code on it. So I think it must be, it must be some kind of like, uh, you know, what's that called? A medic alert. Oh, so it has what? Does it have what Dick Merritt is allergic to? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> to inferior t- pussies. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, what I'm you- sorry that I assumed that Dick Merritt was straight. That was wrong of me. Yeah. That guy, that guy might be uh, into whatever. Who knows what Dick Merritt was into? Maybe that's why he won the award. That guy could be into fucking horses, for all we know. Sure. I mean, they're they're beautiful creatures. Mm-hmm. You know my favorite part? What's that? Gotta be the haunches. <laughs> yeah. You said it's it. It's gotta be the haunches. Wait, but can I say this? Yes. 
I'm not unimpressed by hooves. Sure. I don't have those, and they protect the feet. Manes, the silkier, the better. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> Let's introduce our guest. <laughs> he's a well-known He's a well-known horse fucker. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Okay, all wait right. Wait a minute. Now, I'm Say just pulling your legs. Say his actual credits. I'm just Come pulling on. your legs. He's a favorite past guest on Jordan oh. Jesse Go. As well as one of the hosts of the Good Christian Fun podcast, Kevin T. Porter. Thank you. Thank Known you, thank as you, thank you, thank Mr. You. T. to friends. Mr. T. to friends. <laughs> I will say, uh, usually when you do podcasts and the, there's the opening banter, sans guests, right. you do get a, a, a thing of like, oh, we'll get to our guests in a second. But first, let's yeah, talk about the horses or whatever. You're a pro. But I did. <laughs> yeah, You'll be uh, asking us later if you can swear on this. Yeah, can we curse on this? Yeah. Uh, but this is the first what? time. When does it, it come out? That's right. When does uh, it come out? The scheduling is very important to figure out right. on air for some reason. This is the first time there was so little of that reference. I did have the thought. Am I dead now? <laughs> and this is what being a ghost is like. It's just like watching two guys talk yeah. about something. Sure. You can't say anything. You can't communicate with them. You just kind of float in there. Well, right. You can go through walls. So yeah, sure. I mean, you know, there's ups, there's pros and cons. That is that is that is that is the new that is the new nihilism is hell is other podcasts. <laughs> hell is other people's podcasts. It's the it's the intro before the guest. It's right. the banter. Yeah. God, imagine what it's like for people who are listening right now. They must feel like they're dead every time they turn on our program. Right, yeah. Gives a good, gives people a good spooky feeling. I don't know. I I've heard people on the internet say this podcast is literally giving me life. So I think that, it's like the opposite of yes, that. Yes. Oh, you know what? Actually, you're thinking of the Beyonce song from Lion King. That's right. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Uh, people confuse. Most of them? <laughs> yeah. People confuse this podcast and the Beyonce song from Lion King. What else of your projects do they confuse with Beyonce projects? Um, This is the only one. Actually. Okay. Yeah. Just the, just the Lion King one. Tight, tight, tight. Uh, you know, while we're talking about the Lion King, mm-hmm. I just want to give a quick tip of the cap to Billy Eichner. Mm-hmm. My brother John took my dad to see The Lion King. He tells me Billy Eichner is a strong singer. <laughs> that oh, one, that's fun. I yeah. listened to probably 10 podcasts about The Lion King remake. Did not see it. I just wanted to see what other people thought of it. And everyone's common thread was Billy Eichner's a good singer strong and he did okay. Yeah. Because Eichner and Rogan got to improvise a little bit, mm-hmm. and so there was something well, yeah. kind you get of those new. Two, you get those two cut-ups in the they room. They start bouncing off You kind of want to let them go. Irrepressible oh, is the word I would use to describe yeah. them. We got, what's, we got what's on the page now. Just do one for you guys. Exactly. Yeah. Let's just go crazy Have on this fun one. with it. <laughs> Can we be clear, by the way, that they're both really great? They are both great. That's yes. what everyone's, yes. That's, I that's the make clarity. It clear. yes, yes, yes. I want to make it clear that both Seth Rogen and sure. Julie Eichner, two of the most talented guys Very around. Very consistently funny. I think what we're doing, and let's just take a minute to <laughs> yeah. take this apart here, because yeah. I think it'll make it better. Yeah. What we're doing is we're having a little fun um, having a laugh. We're having a laugh mm. at the expense of shallow entertainment journalism that insists on prizing uh, improv above all else. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. God How forbid much someone this, should write a joke. Can you, can you believe in 2019 there are still serious journalists and interviewers that say, so how much of this was improvised and how much <laughs> of it was on the page? Sure, we gotta know. <laughs> Let's go line by line. And you say page or improv. But I would love, because everyone has to have comedy stuff, I would love if they did start asking that, like, 
dra- dramatic, but like Ad Astra, like Brad Pitt. <laughs> no Brad. So much of this was improv. <laughs> oh, Billy Bob, Th- or no, what is it? Tommy Lee Jones. That's the other three name guy. He's right. the dad. He's the dad of Dad Astra. Mm-hmm. I mean, just he would just go. He would just go off. Sure. I'm lost. Wait, Dad Astra? Star- dad Astra. Is that Star Dad? <laughs> well, I mean, it's called Ad Astra. Dad Astra, though. Dad Astra, though. And it is, yeah, it is about a father <laughs> lost in space. Did we go all the Back way to dad say Dad Astra up? <laughs> mm-hmm. Did we just say Dad Astra, though? Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. Is that in, are we cancelable? No, we're just really Saying things. No, okay, on this set, let's, you know what, even though this comes out at a certain time, let's not timestamp it too much. Let's yep. just say in the news right now, there may or may not be people that may or may not be losing jobs or keeping them based on problematic things they said on podcasts. Sure. Yeah. That's yeah. general enough that maybe it can relate in the future, too. How much of the six... <laughs> oh, I just I'm... want to point out that everything I've ever said on this podcast, I've been playing a character. I was actually... I was going to ask... <laughs> I'm like... playing a character who's commenting on an unfunny thing. Yes, can it's I satire. Say, can I say something? Yes, sir. I apologize. I, I am... I would love to apologize mm-hmm. to anyone who's actually offended by this podcast. <laughs> actually, though, not like fake offended. Not cause... people who are just saying they're offended. Right. But people you who know like, what I mean? it hurts them on a deep level, not just like well, they're doing it because were, it's trendy. If you were offended, what would you say? You know what I mean? Certainly not, I'm offended by this. You would say I'm actually offended. Yeah. I think let's it. unpack it. We're we're apologizing specifically to Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen. Yeah, we're listening are. to our yeah. little riff Billy. about improv, and they thought we were making fun of them. <laughs> yeah, when in fact we like them. Don't yeah. cancel us, Billy. Please. We love you. <laughs> Don't cancel us. But of the 602 episodes of Jordan Jesse Go, mm-hmm. is that what you're at now? Yes, I think this might be 602, 602, 602 603. And thank you very much for keeping you're track. So, I like I like to do my research. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, before going on a podcast. Glancing twice. quickly at <laughs> yeah, the RSS right. feed. That's yep. right. Uh, how, mu- how many episodes contain uh, maybe discourse from you two mm-hmm. that you could deem cancelable? <laughs> uh, we have said things, Kevin. We have yes. said things that we do not stand behind and have apologized for. That's great. I think that's great, though. Mm-hmm. Because uh, honestly, like sincerely... Because even talking to guys like Travis McElroy, sure. someone else who's done hundreds of episodes of a podcast before, mm-hmm. there's something kind of beautiful about having a long-term relationship with people you've listened to, hear them make mistakes, and then have a long enough time frame of a relationship to hear them sincerely correct them rather than catch them in the current moment that they're at and not allow for a grace period. You know what I'm saying? We do. no it is and it's so interesting because podcast is now you know it's not the young medium that it once was in its youth Mm -hmm. Uh, thank you you Conan (laughs) yes thank you Conan thank you daddy Conan (laughs) yes um they, uh, yeah, so it, you know, so I think when we, you know, started this, we were, how old were we when we started this? Uh, 14 41. and 51. I was 41, and <laughs> yeah. I think you were 14. We were actually, the, it was a, it was us doing it to each other. We, I had a, I had a, an old can of corn, mm-hmm. an empty can of corn, and right. had a string attached to Sounds it. Sounds easy so far. And it went to Jesse's treehouse, <laughs> where he had an empty can of peas. Wait, can I posit a different situation? <laughs> uh, sure, I thought mine was pretty good. But... Yours was really solid. Thank you, yeah. um, my, my scenario But hey, best is... idea wins, right? <laughs> hey, we're all bouncing off each other. We're just, this is spitballing. Yes, no bad ideas. It's a democracy. You were 13. Right. But you were in my 40-something-year-old body. I was 40-something, but I was in your 13-year-old body. 
Oh, so you're saying we were doing a big? Or yeah. we were doing a, what, a switch? 13 or, going on 30. A 13 maybe. going on 30. That's yeah. right. Stomachs didn't switch with anybody. He just yeah. got big himself. Exactly. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, when we started this, we were, yeah. Mid, so what mid-20s. Was yeah, mid-20s. And when you are in your mid-20s, you are more likely than not kind to have a boner. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Yes. Mid-20s? I think you're thinking of 15, <laughs> oh, sir. Okay. <laughs> People mature at different rates, sure, Kevin. Sure, sure. Everyone's on their own path. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, when you are in your mid-20s and you are a comedy fella, you suck to a certain <sighs> degree. Yes. And, you know, and I think that I, to a certain degree, certainly sucked. <laughs> and, you know, and I think we definitely, you know, kind of... Came of comedy age in the era of like Mr. Show. Yeah. Where people were like commenting on bad behavior by like having the bad behavior. Mm. Yeah. And I can remember a lot of jokes that I did that were that, you know, that were like, hey, isn't it crazy that people, you know, think this awful thing and I'm saying it, but I don't believe, but I'm saying, right. you know. And I'm like, oh, you know what? That was bad and yeah. often hard to distinguish from the actual thing, especially when it is coming out of a straight white guy. Yeah, I think like like Travis McElroy and his brothers, I don't think anyone would have ever, who had heard maybe a whole episode of our show, would have mistaken us for anything other than little sweet boys. <laughs> but... LSD. But I definitely <laughs> think I definitely think that we uh, that couple we... of LSBs who love PSLs. Get <laughs> uh, these LSBs some PSLs. Bottom is coming, squad. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm canceled. I'm sorry, guys. Yes. We definitely engaged in. We definitely. You're ruining hot girl summer for everyone. <laughs> Occasionally engaged in like ironic isms, sure, in a way that I wouldn't now, uh, or at least I would try to avoid doing now, mm. uh, and we definitely regret having done. Uh, but I, th- I, I think and hope. I mean, based on the feedback that we got at the time and, and since, like there were times when we like used language or talked about things in ways that made people feel bad. But I, we have gotten relatively little like you are bad people. Yeah. Uh, so I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that our audience has seen us in context and been nice about it when they have corrected us. And I'm grateful for the correction as, as well. Okay. I do have another 603rd question. Please. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The th- 603rd episode. And this is question. great. Thank you for bringing so You're many so discussion welcome. questions. Yeah. I have, I have 603 to go. So 602 to go, actually. Yeah. Um, is there, mm-hmm. a, you know, you've worked with each other a lot. You've been buddies for sure, a long time. Yeah. You clearly like and love each We've other. We've been in the shit. But we were at a war together. Has there ever hey, the war on podcasting is here. That's true. Um has there ever been an on mic conflict that was too much that you did have to cut it out or would have been uncomfortable? Here's here's some context for yes, you, please. Kevin. Jordan and I have been good friends and creative partners for Coming up on 20 years now. Mm-hmm. And that has been enabled by a lot of things. I think we respect each other's gifts. I certainly respect mm-hmm. Jordan's. I'm referring not exclusively to his crank, but substantially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a gift. Yeah. Sure. In your words. <laughs> it it, I tell him all the time. Yeah. Don't sh- don't hide your light under I, a bushel. I want a crank implant in a raffle. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Um, not quite but, a gift, but I mean, I paid for the raffle ticket. Anyway. We, I think, we respect each Kevin. We respect each other's. We respect each other's gifts, and we respect each other as people. I think if you were to pick what personal characteristic we most share, it wouldn't necessarily be funny or smart or eloquent. It would probably be conflict avoidant. <laughs> sure. Really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can think of, and I think, you know, and I do think that, yeah, I think that we definitely both have gone through most of our lives as conflict avoidant people. Yeah. We have but, very different types of conflict avoidance, which is can be interesting sometimes, but we're both profoundly conflict sure. avoidant. But I mean I will say I think in our in our in our later years we've you know and we've been uh we've been doing better about it and I think we have had some good conversations. And I think there's been a couple times on the show when like I and I think something that is fun about this show and podcasts in general, especially mm-hmm. this the chat podcast, which you're familiar hey. with is like is like good natured ribbing with like someone you've known a long time. And I think that like sometimes and I don't think that like anything on this show in that zone has ever been legitimately aggressive. But I think there's some times when it can, you know, when it can tip. And I think we've been good about saying like, eh, that was a little much. Can we not go there? Yeah. yeah. And I also think that for mm. I think we are both hyper aware of, thanks to communicating with each other, the ways that when Jordan and I, if we poke fun at each other, um, we have known each other for 18 years or whatever it is, 19 years, and uh, have worked together forever. And we know where we're at with each other pretty much. Um, But we also have realized that like, if we poke fun at each other, basically we're just encouraging our tens of thousands of listeners to poke fun at us sure. about that could thing. Be, yeah. could be, and yeah. we may be actually sensitive about that thing when it's not coming from someone who is our friend of 20 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny how like the audience does take on the characteristic of like, oh, yeah, well, Jordan said I can say that to Jeff. You know, yeah, like it, exactly. it becomes safe. Oh, sure. uh, yeah. And I don't think there would be anything that you would actually say that would be like friendship or partnership threatening mm-hmm. i just know sometimes it's possible to like either rib or maybe even slightly bicker with like a veneer of ribbing sure that could be like ooh, it's just like a little uncomfortable for the mm-hmm. audience to hear so maybe we should cut. and as long as we make sure like at the end you know if anything happens if there's a disagreement or you know we do get too far into that you know that uh you know that that playful um kind of put downs we just make sure to take a minute and say what we like about the other one's crank yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kevin, I wanted to ask you uh, a question yes, sir. about podcasting because you do podcast about stuff, about like about pop culture. I do. When you do a podcast where you're goofing on pop culture, yes, sir. Do you ever hear from the people who make the pop culture? Not insignificantly. Okay. Actually, yeah. This has happened a few Wait, times. But c- I want to kick this. I want to kick Jordan's question up a notch. If you don't yeah. mind me emeralding this sure. thing, sure. Kevin, you're on your podcast, Good Christian Fun. Yes, sir. You are often talking about Christian popular culture. Um, everything from Veggie Tales to a second reference that I don't have because I didn't grow up. DC with those Talk, Five Iron Frenzy, but sure, yeah, that would be an example from, of someone from who we heard tale, back from. From Veggie Tales to Vegemite, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh Every Christian's favorite Australian <laughs> breakfast spread. 
now all all of the, many many to all of these things are full of possible mirth just like if you were doing a podcast about the Saturday morning television uh, cartoon Brave Star. Sure. Might have been an after school cartoon now that I mention it. But Brave Star where it was a space cowboy. You know those videos where people go Brave Star. Yeah. yeah. That's what they're <laughs> referring to. <laughs> so anyway, uh but but if we were goofing about Brave Star it's not about anyone. And to be clear, we never would. No, no, yeah. no, no. That's something you cannot touch, especially right. now. Sacred text. Yeah. Brave Star is not a show that is about anyone's uh, central spiritual identity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. The themes of Brave Star are positive messages generally, but none of them are about like the main way that someone thinks of themselves as a human being on Earth. Right. Riffing on Brave Star would not uh, do the danger of saying your life is a joke because you <laughs> you like Brave Star yeah. or something similar. Correct. Exactly. So how do you deal with that? When you're goofing about VeggieTales... Aren't there people in your audience who are like, wait a minute, Veggie Tales? Those are the stories from the Bible, which is the central text of my life. Well, I think we go to great lengths and pains to set up the disclaimer in the beginning of the show, like, we're not here to preach at you or make fun of your beliefs, unless you believe, you know, like, gay people are bad or something. Like, well, we'll make fun of that belief. But, like, not, we're not here to make fun of your, like, faith beliefs or, like, whatever your religion is. We're just here to have fun about this stuff. And then in that way, try to, like, separate... Because uh, whatever the ideology is, stuff made in the name of that ideology can always get like twisted, warped, and corrupted in any sort of way. And I think most reasonable, rational people understand that and know that. So I think a big part of it is approaching all the stuff from not a place of like, this This is some bullshit, right? But like, but curiosity and like not having the hypothesis set yet before we engage with the stuff of like, maybe it's good. I don't know. And like that, I think that attitude is a lot easier and kinder and then feels less hostile not that like angry comedy about religion stuff is bad but it's just been done at what's this the, point what's the most good thing that exists as popular culture only within the world of christian popular culture so you can't pick you can't pick Sufjan. any charlton yeah. heston <laughs> movies or yeah sufian stevens whatever like i'm talking about like uh, the world of Kevin Sorbo movies mm. and things that only air on networks with the name Christ in them. Sure. Whatever. Like things that things that I as a person who went to a lefty Episcopalian church would have never heard of. Right. I think I some of the music it still has merit because music does have this way of like transcending even whatever the ideological aim is or even like the baggage of it mm. surrounding I, it is. I feel like music is a world within itself, a language we all understand. Hey. Whoa. Are you, are you about to start singing? Shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. Holy hell. Whoa. Did you guys say that? Uh... <laughs> I don't know if you guys have this experience. I can feel it all over. I can feel it all over, Whoa. people. It's almost like you don't even need words sometimes, dog. Gosh, I mean... Even some of the like sillier bands like Jars of Clay. Jars of Clay is something. But then that does beg the question, 
Is Jars of Clay crossover? Because they did have a crossover hit with Flood. Sure. I mean, I think Jars of Clay is one of those things where it's like, okay, well, the Jars of Clay is kind of indistinguishable. They are a Christian band, but they are indistinguishable from the, like, similar music of the day. Your um, lives. Mm -hmm. Your Matchbox 20s is. Totally. Um, Your Semis Sonics. (laughs) Um, But... But I mean, I think so. You know. By you the could, way, one of the guys from Sonic went, went to, your to my church. left. Yes, I know. That's the most. Yeah. That's the weird, the most told story on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> oh, and it was hard to park at the LA County Fair. Yeah. I think these are the two. Yeah. Those are the, your greatest hits. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> hey, two. it's not a good show. <laughs> I think you know what we had. Uh, uh, Joel Kim Booster on the great Joel mm-hmm. Kim Booster JKB and he said I want to talk about Third Day and we listened to one of their like albums from 2001 what is Third Day? Third Day is like uh, kind of an alt rock alt country Christian band oh like that, an old 97's yeah oh, really old 97's yeah or like Black Bible? Crows yeah. kind okay, of sure. um, and he and the the lead singer uh, Mac Powell he was kind of doing an Eddie Vedder thing on, sure. on most of those records yeah. But then, and especially even seeing it now through, like, Joel's eyes, too, it's like, yeah, you know, a lot of it's silly, a lot of it's bullshit, but then some of the songs, he was like, I was worshipping on the way here, because he was listening to it sure. in the car on the way to, to record is, with it us. it is music that is made to, it is made to exalt, you yes. know, and that's the, and you know. And sometimes you find stuff that's, like, in some sense undeniable sure. in that way, and especially like when you have the nostalgic attachment. But even like finding new stuff, like there was this like really strange singer songwriter named Rich Mullins that we came across, and is like super. He did. Uh, oh, you might know his song. He ain't putting on the Ritz. Our God is an awesome God. He ain't Our putting God. on the Ritz. Yeah, that's one of the lyrics. I mean, he <laughs> kind of did put on the Ritz. Sure. Really, I mean, if you've ever seen like Niagara Falls. Listen, it's Ritz if I've ever seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but that guy was like a true weirdo, just like a very eccentric guy. But like, actually, like walked out a lot of his like proclaimed values and like went to live in the desert and then like died very tragically in unfortunate circumstances. And so his music kind of exists in this like really, it's almost like the uh, beautiful corpse theory of like Kurt Cobain stuff where it's like, okay. oh, it's kind of untouchable. What about film, television, and home video? That was toughy, <laughs> man. I mean, VeggieTales is okay because for the sure. most part, I would I would even argue that VeggieTales isn't Christian. Mm-hmm. It's just godly or just like moral value because there's never like um there's never they never get into uh, who the son of god the crucifixion or where you go when you die (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) yeah yeah. there's no uh episode of veggie tales where bob goes to hell and that's why you find out that he's a tomato because it's red down there uh there's nothing like that and they said even you're you're suggesting a world that in veggie tales this one the the, a projected future veggie tales We find out that the tomato from the vegetable team, mm-hmm. the team, mm-hmm. went, went to hell. Yeah. And that's why he's a tomato, because when you go to hell, you become red, which is a tom- Or was he a green tomato Maybe before? he was an onion before, yeah. and then he became an a onion, tomato, and yeah. It could have been a red onion. Hey. 
It could have been a yellow. We'll, we'll never know. It could have been probably was a, a Vidalia. Hey, are we just naming onions? Yes, we are. <laughs> I almost finished saying Maui Sweet. Oh, that's a good onion. Veggie Tales has a lot of Homestar Runner DNA in it. You <laughs> sure, know what I mean? Yeah, right. Uh, and then, as far as film, guys, we haven't found a good movie. <laughs> the closest one was I Can Only Imagine, that movie that came out that made so much money last year. The Dennis Quaid movie. Oh, well, it's got Quaid. Based on so. the song, I can only imagine wow. what, can what imagine? it'll be like. It's about heaven. Mm-hmm. And he wrote about his dying father. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it became like this huge crossover hit, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, film is tough. Film and TV yeah. is tough with Christian stuff. I still don't want to know if you have heard from the people who make it. Because, I mean, obviously, like in the world of podcasting, if you're doing a you know a podcast about a you know band on Tooth and Nail Records, who made one epi- one album in 1997. Probably not a lot of podcasts about that band, but yours right. comes out. They're, they're going to get a Google alert. It. Maybe they're going to get a Google yes. alert. So, I mean, famously, we heard from Reese Roper of Five Iron Frenzy. Oh, sure. Who then uh, confronted us about something we got wrong in the show? Then we interviewed him on the show. He's very sweet. And then he invited me to see them play in Pomona a couple months ago. Oh, I, I told nice. you about Beautiful. that show. Oh, yeah, sure. Yo, yeah. Yes, you sent me a nice so text I saw from that. I'll tell you, frenzy. last time I was in Pomona, I was going to the Los Angeles County Fair. Oh, oh, okay. oh. it's the greatest now, hit. What's the parking? Yeah, what was, was the frust- car was situation? It very challenging, yes. very <laughs> difficult, sure. very difficult, oh, guys. No. Anyway, I'm from San Francisco. <laughs> Go ahead, Kevin. We heard from a, a teen, not a boy band, but like a dance band mm-hmm. that were all related to each other. Uh, a group called Jump Five. Mm-hmm. We heard back from them. We heard back from Stacio Rico, Jackie where, Velasquez. No, draw the. Tell me what's the what's the difference between a boy, a Christian boy band, and a Christian dance band? Well, a dance band has people that aren't boys in it. Oh, okay. I think mm-hmm. so. There was uh, two ladies There's in the real band, men. at least. Yes. There's women and men in the band. Uh, but yeah, there are Christian boy bands like Plus One was a big Christian boy band. <laughs> Their number one single was You're Forever Written on My Heart, mm. which it's like maybe it's about you, the girlfriend, or maybe it's about the Lord. Sure. Yeah, you'll maybe never know if I way. really love you. That's right. <laughs> I know, but it's not fun. Hard to get. Yeah, it's fun. That's a lot of so fun. yeah, we've heard from a good good. amount of, of the people we've covered on the show. Stacy Rico is your best friend now. Uh, Stacy Rico. Oh yeah, she's the one where it's like she was she was in town. She wanted to hang out. She's like, can we get coffee or something? And then we could never make the timing work. But I mean, we've everybody's been just so busy. I know. Everyone's so busy. Hard. I know. And they were on the east side, and you were on the west side. And Wait, like, can, can I pivot and ask you a question? The county fair was in Pomona. The county fair was in Pomona. And the parking started was hard. Parking. Yeah. Yeah. But let me ask you guys a question about adult friendships. Sure. And coffee being hard. Uh-huh. Yeah. What's the best way to make a new adult friendship? <sighs> a new adult friendship? Are you not interested? No new friends for Jesse Thorne? I just don't know well, if this... I have made enough friends since I've been an adult. It's actually a good website for finding adult friends. <laughs> What's it called, Jordan? Well, it's called Grinder. <laughs> it's called Grinder. <laughs> Grinder.pornhub.bot. Oh, yeah. More of an app. Um, you know what? Here's something I like to do. When I when there's a new adult in my life who I think could become a friend, is what I like to do is I like to uh to set up uh kind of a hang with other friends. Um friends that I'm, you know, more you know, more likely to hang out with. Closer with, yeah. And then I like to invite them to that hang. So there's not a like, kind of a one-on-one, how do we relate to each other, but I'm doing a fun hang. We've planned it already. Show up here. And that kind of takes out some of the, 
well, how's Wednesday? Wednesday's no good. How's Friday? How's two weeks? So you take away that stuff. You're just saying this is the event. It's happening. You're invited. You're you invited. Come or not. Show up. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. My friend I Mike went, will be there. So I haven't been on any group hang activities since I was 26 years old. Is this old. true? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. Do you not want – do you have no interest? Mm, lifestyle doesn't accommodate it. You got a family. Yeah. It's different. But I you, went on a – Some might say your your whole life is a group hang. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Home is it's a It's a five-person group hang. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I went on a friendship date recently. Uh, and it was the first time I had like tried to do a friendship with someone who wasn't someone that I've known forever oh. in probably eight years. How did it go? Did you feel it okay went about really it? well? What happened was my my daughter has a friend named Clara, and Clara's dad Rob is a really nice guy. Now I had hung out with him at the park and stuff a few times in a child context you know what i mean tell us more tell, tell us, us more, more like to park in stuff <laughs> did you park in stuff <laughs> and they like he he and his kids and his wife came to our cabin once for the weekend oh, so nice. i like spent a lot of time with him but never in a non-friendship capacity mm. so i i he i first i i hired him to make the logo for bubble our podcast mm-hmm. bubble Hey, uh, award-winning sure. podcast. Job. A good logo. One you of the top podcasts job. on every publication I read that year. Mm-hmm. Tell you what. Recently, Good Housekeeping. Hey, yeah. audited, is that true? Audited by Good Housekeeping oh as a Lord. top podcast. Yeah. Wonderful podcast bubble created mm-hmm. by Mr. Jordan Morris. Mm-hmm. He's sitting right there, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Hey. Uh, but I was going- Good Housekeeping, I was Morris. going to mm-hmm. lunch. So, like, basically, the the issue for me is- I don't really go out at night because I... That's when the freaks come in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want to deal with freaks. I mean, <laughs> certainly I like that they're really good lovers. <laughs> well, sure. But um, I, I don't really go out at night because I if I stay up late and I get up early the next morning, I get a migraine and yeah. I have three kids and it just makes it really hard. It makes the bar for going out at night really high. And I also always feel like I'm abandoning my wife with the kids anytime I go out at night. Yeah, and a lot of your friendship need is probably met at home too. No. no? I mean, I like my wife. I love my wife. I love my wife very much. She's my best friend. Well, my dog Coco probably is my best friend. friend. And then Teresa, my wife, is probably my second best friend. Aw. Does Teresa know about that? (laughs) You want that? I I mean Coco. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I want a dog named Coco. I want that. I get it. I want that. No, Uh, I can't. (laughs) My landlord won't allow it. My landlord won't allow it. My other- Any pets? Not right now. Not even a bird? It's holding me back. I'm sorry. Well, I don't know about birds. I, I don't want to Birds are a bird, bullshit. Though. Ask yeah. about a bird. It could, get a get Jet. Don't listen Ease to Jet Z. Get a <laughs> nice bird. Do you want a widow boy Get a bird. Maybe. Maybe I do. I don't know. Guys. Jordan, I think Kevin wants a widow boy Well, I don't think it's a good idea anymore. <laughs> Actually, I'm I don't want it now. if you're so yeah. bad. But, like, the, my only... My <laughs> Put only... his head in your mouth. Oh, he won't remember. Put his head in your mouth. My only like window of time to socialize are, does anyone want to go to the flea market with me? Because that's my weekend time. I get time off for my children, like scheduled time off for my children to go to the flea market on Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to get up that early. (laughs) Nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit as much as me. And then the other thing is like once in a while, I might have time to have like 
a fun lunch on a weekday. But I never know when it's going to be because I have to keep my schedule open for bullseye interviews. You know, I might have to be blazing through a bullseye interview. So yeah, the got to meet Melissa and Ben it for occurred a, to a me, joint interview. I know. I know. Who are they? It occurred to me. McCarthy and Falcon. Ah, uh, yeah. sure. Melissa and Ben. Oh, I, no, and ben. now I know. It's like Statler and Waldorf. Yeah. You don't right. need the last names. <laughs> sure, exactly. I, yes, icons. Yes. Joe and Barack. <laughs> sure. That's right. Well, so, Milkshake brain and former I, president. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The guy loves milkshakes. He's got milkshakes on the That's brain. That's true. <laughs> he literally has milkshakes. He's like, oh, on the brain. is that Shamrock Shake back? <laughs> um, and it occurred Time to, to babble me, in public while I think about it. The other day, I was I was working from home, and I had an interview in the afternoon that got canceled, which meant that I actually had free time during the day. And I thought to myself, do I literally know anyone who both lives near enough to me to for me to go to lunch with them, and is capable of going to lunch in the middle of the day on short notice. And the answer was no. And the answer was, well, Clara's dad Rob. Oh, yes, 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 mm. the friend thing. I went and picked him up. We I, w- I went we went to the fanciest restaurant I could think of because I was so excited, which mm. Chili's 2 down at LA. <laughs> yeah. Right. And you, bought, you bought tickets to Phoenix, right? Just <laughs> yeah. so you could go in the airport. Yeah, I, I mean, that's like 100 bucks that. a plate. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and it went pretty good. And what's what was crazy about it was, I mean, granted, I already knew and liked him from non-date contexts. Mm-hmm. But I think the fact that we're both 38-year-old lonely men meant that we could just go straight into serious emotional content. Lonely oh. men? Like, lonely, you are not... You didn't even have 20 minutes about, you know, streaming TV or whatever? Yeah, like uh, Disney Plus looks worth it, right? You we, didn't do five minutes on that. I was excited about the Mandalorian. <laughs> well, the, the morning show—it's the newsroom again, right? The thing is, is you start with saying, asking how the kids are. Yeah. Then you get into the how serious... are your little Mandalorians? Yeah, <laughs> what you I get call into the kids. The serious problems that the kids are having, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you get into the problems that, like you and your maybe your parents are, you're like mm-hmm. you're having with your parents. Like learning to take care of them or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's funny that the new adult friend, if it is a new adult friend, the one that you found had a significant amount of like Venn diagram overlap of like life compatibility to have the friendship compatibility, which then gets into my thing where it's like we all if we're, you know, if we're talking like, do you want a diverse different group of friends you're like yeah but then at the end of the day do you because like do i even do i want like a lot of say 38 year old married uh friends who live far away from you know like it it comes down to proximity those guys assholes are constantly talking i don't even know why they're constantly talking about the la county fair Mm -hmm. we get it the parking is hard there it's a long walk Mm -hmm. from the parking spot to the fair it takes you like half an hour so i think it's hard to actually get like a, an actually legitimately diverse group of friends because it does end up, I don't know, I'm exhausted, I only have time for this, who's around, this guy, I have a lot of overlap with this guy. It went great because of the overlap. And you do have to make more practical sure. decisions yeah. about it. And if, you know, there's a lull in the conversation, you just go right to Mandalorian speculation. Yeah, like Werner Herzog, what's he? What's sure. he? It? That's fun casting. <laughs> yeah, Jordan and I have tried to hang out a few times recently, which mm-hmm. was which, which was unusual. For us mm-hmm. to make the do the work. What was the sure. rationale for that? Well, Jordan's been freelancing and uh, slash unemployed, and I have had a few days where I was like, "Oh shit, 
I could actually do something I wanted to do today. Mm-hmm. We haven't made it work yet. But my normal situation is I have one friend who matches me exactly in all categories, which is my friend Ben Harrison, uh-huh. host of uh, The Greatest Generation and uh, Friendly Fire on the Maximum Fun Podcast Network, which is to say he is uh, exactly my age from exactly the place I am. He is my race, gender, uh, sexual orientation, says the exact same cultural perspective, the same job, and uh, like the same free hours. Oh. So – And he also has not seen the movies that have come out yet. Are you worried? Now, I've never met this, Ben. Are you worried that it's a fight club situation? (laughs) Yeah, what is he dressed like? Does he have sunglasses on? Yeah. (laughs) Like, the thing about Jordan is, because Jordan is going on these group hangs, he's already seen the goddamn movies. Mm -hmm. So I check in with him. How's the movie? He already knows because he already saw it. I have seen it, Chapter 2, and there are some very anachronistic video games in their arcade. Uh, I know I teased this at the top of the show. I've, you know, one of the greatest uh, adult decisions of my life is like, no, I don't need to see it chapter two mm, just well, like wow. absolutely feeling like i'm not a completist about it had sure. fun at the first one don't need to see the second one it's well okay. you, i mean you really like you really dodged a bullet there because i mean you know like you're watching it and you're like okay like these some of these like set pieces are very well done it's yeah. a very distinct visual style there's a lot of fun performances in sure. there. jessica chastain good and everything we yeah. all know that she's great but then you know they get from into, it chapter two from it chapter great. two she's yeah. great and you know and then they get into the part um I'm sorry, God. Uh, this is just kind of weird to talk about. So you yeah, get into the Jordan, it's fresh. I saw this Jordan. Afternoon. Kevin's here. We're getting into serious yeah, stuff. Thank you. No, I exactly. mentioned yeah. that I've that I texted you to see if you wanted to go to the movies two weeks ago. And it was nice. Yeah. It was nice. Goldfinch is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Finch fever. Finch fever is hitting the nation. Oh, sorry. Uh, no. So, but it's wait, hold on, Jordan. So, yeah. I got a question for Kevin mm-hmm. here. Yes, sir. Uh, speaking of the Goldfinch. Uh, does Kevin want No, I don't. No, no, no. Right. Again, put his head in your mouth. Wait, but what happened? What happened in chapter yeah. two? So they're in the in chapter two. They're in the part um, of the of the movie where they're uh, they're you know visiting the kids. Uh, you know the, the kids um, bit of the movie. So it kind of transfers between uh, you know these characters as adults and children. So uh, no I know where Chastain. this is going. I, I and I um, they're in a they're playing games in a video arcade. Sure, and, kids I mean, love that. Kids, kids love to sure. play I mean, games in video arcade. And you know, as a kid of the '80s, that's where I spent a lot of my time. Sure, you know, pumping quarters into the machine. Sure, yes. I love Stranger Things. <laughs> to me, that's like the '80s. You know sure. what I mean? Sure. I mean, the music, it's perfect. Oh, the yeah. fonts. I don't care what happens in the, the show. Mood, they're on bikes. The Can fonts. I say both of these things that we're talking about give me a good spooky feeling? Sure. <laughs> Remind me a lot of my yeah. favorite podcast, Jordan yeah. Jesse Go. Hey. Yeah. So these kids are in a video arcade. Of course, we all know that the kids segments take place in 1988. So. Yeah. And you know the kids are playing. We, we we come into the kids playing the first Street Fighter, which we all they're, know was released in 1987. So that's right. great. A yeah. Fun pro- little nod to the era. What are they talking about? The Bash Brothers, right? The Bash Brothers. We're talking about the Bash Brothers. I love the Bash Brothers. So they're playing against... <laughs> yeah, who's your favorite Bash Brother? Well, it's... Jose or Mark? Sure. Smash? Smash Bash? Is that um, one? Terry Steinbach? He's not technically a Bash Brother. <laughs> and then the the shot widens out. Yeah. And not only is Mortal Kombat 1 in the arcade, mm-hmm. but Mortal Kombat 2 is in the arcade. I mean, I mean and I'm looking at... It's just... Uh, is this 1988? Because those games came out in 1992 and 1993, respectively. I mean, what? I- what am I even watching? Yeah. I mean, I know that the town of Derry, uh-huh. Derry, Maine, is built, uh, you know, on a hellmouth that allowed the clown Pennywise to escape. 
But is it built Everybody on, a, knows on that. a time warp, too, which allowed kids to play Mortal Kombat 2 in 1988? I don't think so. Can you imagine these kids at school and they're like, uh, can I talk to you about fatalities? And the other kids are like, I don't know about don't fatalities. Know about. I won't know about those until 1992. Sure. Who's Jax? I yeah. do. You know what? Who's this, Kano? This is a Stranger Things thing in <laughs> yeah. that Mad Men was so period like Matt Weiner would like right. uh, throw an intern out a window if there was like a 1958 phone and it was 1957. <laughs> and like so insanely detail oriented. Right. And then... The Goldbergs happens and Stranger Things happens where the time period is like mm, the 80s. Yeah. Like, like, is, is it 1985, 86, 84? It's like yeah, the 80s. And yeah, maybe MC Hammer's in one. Eh, who knows? And, yeah, see? That's around the time. And it's I feel like generally... people operate in that yeah. now that are like that and kind of capitalize. Yeah, and stuff. I just want to say that those people who are okay with those kinds of things can go to heck. Can go to heck. Thank wow. you very much. With Bob Thank the Tomato. Wow, welcome. straight. Who is straight down, Bob the Onion at the time. Well, straight sure. down the heck mouth there in Derry, Maine. Sorry, yeah. With Bob? With Bob. Holding hands with that legendary onion? He wishes he had hands to hold. <laughs> oh, wow. Sorry, I didn't mean to get so rude Come today. On, man. He's, listen, he's listening to this. You're going to hear from him on Twitter. Was he going to take out his headphones with his hands? Whoa. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he had the headphones <laughs> surgically implanted. Oh, he could never take dude, them out. Dude, you know how important Bob is to me. That's my lord and personal savior. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm so sorry, but sometimes you got to speak truth to power. That's wow. True. Wow. Don't talk shit about Kano. <laughs> <laughs> At least they didn't talk about Pong Combat. Oh, yeah, sure. I haven't brought that up in a long time on the show. That's true. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Kevin T. Porter, youth pastor, who's a sick bastard. Yeah. Ooh. Excuse me. Sorry for being rude, boy. Unless Pete Holmes has that cornered, in which case he can have it. Have you have you heard any of you know the there's a rap group called the Clips. You know, grinding. Hit song grinding. Grinding. Know what to keep in the line and. Grinding. I don't want to listen to their version. I just want to listen ja-chunk, to yours. Ja-chunk. Yeah, this is good. Uh, Pusha T from the clips has gone on to solo success. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a signee on Good Music, Kanye Kanye West record. Level. Oh yeah, but a truly great rapper. His his colleague in the clips, uh, Malice, rebranded himself as No Malice and became a Christian rapper. Mm. No Malice, the Christian rapper. I'd be interested to know what his Christian rap is like because he's a very good rapper. That. What if, what if DJ Khaled became no DJ Khaled? <laughs> <laughs> I just like I don't know. It's the inverse of right. that. No Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. They they rap. They were f- well known for rapping only about distributing cocaine, Ex- mm-hmm. like pretty exclusively about distributing no, it's cocaine. Distributing tracts. Yeah, <laughs> that's all Pusha T's last album was about too. It's like, you know, it's like Bruce Springsteen in Cars. He's kind of writing the same song over sure, and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Let's push a tea in cocaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, he's he's turning coal into a diamond, baby. Got to keep pressing. <laughs> Got to keep shaving away the parts that aren't David if you're Michelangelo. You sure, know I mean? yeah, until you find that David. You know, Jordan, every, yes. every Jordan Jesse Go episode is brought to you by Maximum Fund's members who go to MaximumFund.org slash donate. I know it. I love it. They are also brought to you this week, they, 
being us. Yes. Brought to you this week they by our us. friends at Dashlane, which is a password management app that keeps all your online information safe, secure, encrypted, and easy to access. I don't know if you knew this, Jordan. The average person, let's call her Jane Jorm. <laughs> Jorm. Yes. Ooh. Has <laughs> over 130 online accounts. And you know how many of those, on average, the password is Jane Jorm 69? <laughs> I mean, at least. 120, 121. 154. Wow. Yeah, more accounts than she has. The password is Jane Jorm69. Jorm's going to get hacked. Exactly. Well, unless she has Dashlane. Dashlane remembers all your passwords, including annoying special characters. And it can also generate super strong passwords for you. This thing is incredible. It seamlessly autofills all your login information, syncing automatically across all your devices. It even stores payment details. Check out Dashlane.com slash JJGo to get Dashlane free on your first device. And as a special offer for Jordan Jesse Go fans, they're even offering a 30-day free trial of Dashlane Premium, including VPN, dark web monitoring, and more. If you like it, use code JJGo at checkout to save 10% on your premium subscription. And that's good news for Jane Jorm. <laughs> and hey, Jordan Jesse Go is brought to you in part by Arm and Hammer Cloud Control Cat Litter. Can I ask you a serious question, Jordan? I <gasps> insist. Ooh. What do you love? My cat. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Bug. And little else. Wait, bug, are you here? <laughs> <laughs> Holy you shit, bug. You're more You're more responsive than you usually are. <laughs> I'm feeling sassy. <laughs> Holy cow. Holy cat. <laughs> okay. Put some respect on my name. My dreams are coming true. <laughs> well, the cat really has given me the Birdman treatment. <laughs> lecturing you about critics. <laughs> so, I love my cat, Bug, who is here with us. <laughs> yep. <laughs> These are cat noises. Uh, but you know what part of cat ownership I don't love? <laughs> Cleaning up the litter box. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, that's the worst. Can I tell you why it's the worst? Sure. Every time you yeah. scoop the poop, there's a puff of poop yeah. dust. That's what we call clouds. That blows up into your nose. And normally I love to blow fat clouds. No. Well, here's what here's what Arm & Hammer did. They created new cloud control litter. No cloud of nasties here. It is 100% dust-free, free of heavy perfumes, and helps reduce airborne dander from scooping. So what happens in the litter box stays in the litter box. I actually had a box of this myself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now. No, I mean, we goof around a lot on these ads, and we goof when we try to make them fun. Yeah, sometimes we talk about serious stuff, like the situations that Jane Jorm is facing. Sure. Jorm aside, this is really, really great cat litter, and I think you should try it. Jorm aside, by the way, is that stuff they put the combs in at the barber? Right, sure. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, meow, meow. What Wait, song's that? Jorm aside is painless. Wow. What a good episode. Wow. What a good podcast overall. Yeah. New Cloud Control Cat Litter by Arm & Hammer. More power to you. No wonder we're minimally successful. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Just on the edge of it being worth continuing. 
Hey guys, what I miss? <laughs> oh my god, so much shit! <laughs> It was crazy. <laughs> Not in cloud form, though. Hey. That's true. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, best known as Dick Merritt. <laughs> Jordan Morris, boy detective. Kevin T. Porter, happy to be here, happy to help. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, Kevin. Toge- together we can do it. We can we can we lift can this. We can do this together. We can build this bridge. I mm-hmm. believe we can build this city on rock and roll. Mm. I believe this really truly, Jordan. Uh-huh. I believe that with Kevin Porter mm-hmm. from Good Christian Fun in here. <sighs> That we might make it through an entire episode of Jordan Jesse Go without lapsing into incompetency. Oh wow! Okay. What a okay. compliment to okay. me. Or okay. unlistenability. Okay. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I think he might bring us up over that margin. You well. know, typically we kind of we're like a sine wave <laughs> going above and below the listenability yeah. threshold. Mm-hmm. I think he might pull the average well, up enough that we might we might make it through our seventy five minutes or so. Yeah, if you can I hold mean, this together for another fifteen ish. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. This is going to be huge. Don't for worry. Us. Thank I you. mean, he came in here and he immediately started discussing subjects instead of nonsense words. Yeah, asking thoughtful questions. Oh, is that, that bad? Conversation should have been more nonsense. Yeah, I don't know. It's six oh three. So, uh, what's Waluigi sound like when he's eating ass? <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, that'd have been fine. Yeah. Oh my gosh, there's this there's this great Actually, podcast. Write that down, <laughs> Waluigi <laughs> eating ass. There's a great podcast called Screw It. We're just going to talk about the Beatles. Will Hines hosts it, mm-hmm. and there's uh, rotating panels. One of them, uh, one of the panelists is a very funny woman named Katie Platner, and I can't stop thinking about one time when she posited what would be the modern day equivalent of "I want to hold your hand." She's like, I guess. It would be, I want to eat your ass. <laughs> I want to eat your ass. And I always think of that when I hear that song. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the millennial Beatles. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Katie. Yeah. Yeah, maybe she could have gone avocado toast sure. something. But. Baby, I can drive your Uber. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh. Baby, you can drive my Uber. Wow. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Thank you. Hey. I'm- Hey, up. hey, at Jude. <laughs> <laughs> You're canceled. <laughs> Student debt singing in the dead of night. Oh, yeah, that's good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, when something momentous happens to you, like you come up with the perfect Millennial Beatles song title. <laughs> right. <laughs> we ask you to call us at 206-984-4FUN for our segment, Momentous Occasions. You can also always email us a voice memo at jjgo at org. Now, before we get into the calls, Jordan, I want to mention that we have received an email. Yes. We have received an email from a podcaster. Mm-hmm. Is correct this person is a podcaster? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm assuming he listens to this show, so he has his own podcast. Guys, I'm right here. It was me confirming that I would do the show today. Oh, okay. Wow, why are you building it up so much? Uh, a person whose name is Jordan Jesse, right? Who has a who? I guess I guess we are screwing up his uh, SEO. Yeah, because of this show, search engine optimization. Sure, but I mean, eventually his podcast will become more popular than ours, and he'll fuck us up. Now there was already a Jordan Morris. Yeah. There's a Jordan Morris who's a famous soccer player. Yes, uh, Kevin, you had this problem, or you That's have right. this problem, That's right. right? Yeah, you because back when you were playing guard for the Trailblazers. 
um, you really kind of popularized Kevin Porter, but then some asshole podcaster came around. That that was very unfortunate for my mm-hmm. career in athletics and sports. Is, and uh, is Trailblazers guard Kevin Porter in any of the Hollywood unions? Is that a concern at all? He's SAG-AFTRA, and so that was a real bummer. <laughs> oh. I tried to register. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah. Now you're just in the what? You're just a teamster. I'm a scab. <laughs> oh, cool. I'll literally do anything. Yeah. I don't care about You're this. not afraid of your fucking giant inflatable rat? No. <laughs> Agency packaging. Bring it on. I love it. Love Come on, UTA. It. Screw us over. <laughs> yeah, take that, Kevin Porter. You take it too, Kevin Duckworth. <laughs> Clyde the Glide Drexler. Oh, I wish I knew more sports references to participate. Yeah, if Ian Carmel was here, he could do 20 minutes of just listing the names. Oh, yeah, he loves that. <laughs> Portland Trailblazers. Uh, Kevin, so you yeah. have so you change your name to Kevin T. Porter, or your name was Kevin T. Porter. It was you... T. The T stands for Todd, which is my father's name, and it was my Gmail account that I got in college. Mm. And then it's like, well, I guess it'll be my Twitter account. Well, I guess it'll be my Instagram account. Well, I guess I'll use it as an initial for SEO. Yeah. So it's purely just... SEO username compatibility. I, there was actually a uh, a Mormon singer songwriter named Jesse Thorne, but I crushed him. I destroyed him when oh, I was okay. in college. He was in the Good. lead. He was on MP3.com or whatever. This is like when I saw that there was a podcast called Gilmore Girls Boys, and I was like, "Not today." Oh, ah, take not that, today, sir. Take that, girls, boys. <laughs> Gilmore Girls Boys. If truly they had called themselves Gilmore Guys, mm-hmm. I may not be here today. But I think yeah. there's a. I think there's a. <laughs> I think there's an adult film actor named Jordan. I mean, named, named Jesse Gilmore Jordan. Guys. Oh yeah, that comes up if I because once in a while I will search uh, like Google News for Jordan Jesse Go, and I will not put it in quotes. Oh, uh, and I will get something, or I will search on Google, or on you know, I'll, I'll do a search for Jordan Jesse Go without quotes, mm-hmm. and it'll be four fifths things about Jordan Jesse Go and one fifth hardcore sex scenes. Mm-hmm. How mm. are they? Uh, well, they go. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, but this uh, Jesse is not a surname, so that's why I'm surprised by this one. <laughs> like Jordan, I think is a reasonably common surname. surname sure, right? yeah, you can be you can be either. It's a first name and a last name. But I, I don't think Je- I don't think I've ever heard of someone with the surname Jesse. Mm-hmm. Well, now we do, and we're crushing him. The yeah. family of Jesses comes from a long line because usually it's like the surname would be like what the trade was. Like, you know, the Smiths or something, because mm-hmm. they were, you know, Ironsmiths. But what's a Jesse? What does a Jesse do? I, it must be like like my my aunt, my, my mother's maiden name, and her original uh, surname was Chase. But uh, my maternal grandfather was not the greatest guy. Mm-hmm. And my aunt uh, is a, a very serious feminist, and so she changed her surname to Dorita, which is uh, meaning of of Rita, my my grandmother, who was a really awesome lady, uh, because she didn't want to have her name associated with Chase. So presumably, it's that kind of someone dropped their last name or right because there's no one actually. Is that a real? Is that a common surname? I don't think so. I yeah. don't think it exists. Something's going on here. This is beautiful, though. I, love I it. think this, this guy's really trying nice. to pick some kind of fight with us, and we're going to have to crush him. 
Just like Kevin T. Porter crushed former <laughs> Trailblazers guard Kevin Porter. Now he's blazing in my trail. Yeah. <laughs> he set him on fire. Yeah, he's in hell. Like, yeah. Wow. Oh, the wow. <laughs> or maybe this guy changed his last name to Jesse, and he's yeah, like, fucking... isn't it crazy, yeah. the coincidence? Kevin Porter, you ever you ever wonder why you're a fucking tomato now? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every day. It's because Kevin T. Porter went to Derry, Maine, <laughs> opened up the gateway to... Right. Okay. I'm not going there. Too scary. We're sorry, not Jordan. Scary. Not only is there a clown, but everyone is mean. Yeah. All the just the non the non clown humans are mean. In full of means. Yeah. You've heard of Beanie Babies? Those guys are meanie babies. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, you've heard of Beanie Babies? These are cruel adults. <laughs> You've heard of Beanie Babies. These people are fucking assholes. Yeah. You've heard of Beanie Babies. That was a long time ago. I remember the commemorative one where right. Princess Di died sure. and that yes. one was $50 Very for valuable. a R.I.P. Very valuable. Very valuable. Yelp. You guys remember I need Pogs. a restaurant. Yelp. Yes. <laughs> any restaurant. Yelp. Yelp. <laughs> Anyway. Okay, let's take our first momentous occasion. Our apologies to Jordan Jesse for ruining his career in advance. Mm-hmm. If there's anything we can do to help, let us know what it is, and we'll be careful to avoid that so we mm-hmm. can crush you. Mm-hmm. We, we do. We have a, I think it's sweet that you have the same name as us combined. Go ahead, Brian. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. Hi, guests. Hi. Um, this is Ashley in Kentucky. I have a momentous occasion. I was outside on my porch. Um, and I live out in the country, so my neighbors are not, like, right next to me. But um, I was standing outside waiting for my dog to go to the bathroom, and I could hear my neighbor across the street screaming into her phone. And she says, my house is haunted, and who are you to tell me it's not? So I don't know what's going on over there. But uh, apparently her house is haunted. Right, thanks. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> Who are you? Some kind of medium? We've what, been there. What are you, We've some all kind been of fucking there. meanie baby? Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. I hope that comes to mind next time someone's mean to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you, you just like, it comes out of you. You don't think about it. You're a meanie baby. Yeah. And like stops them down their tracks, like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I immediately <laughs> pictured myself, by the way, like with my shirt off in like a back, in like a back alley brawl, mm-hmm. just like taking punches, like kicking, biting. And I just go, you fucking meanie baby. <laughs> as, as I pummel their it's face. Fight club too. Right, yeah. First rule fight club, we're all meanie babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they all pull down their pants and they have tie on their ass. <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> wow, haunted house stuff. I don't know if I've ever been in a haunted house. Well, I mean, the season's coming up. I mean, Spooky CV- season? CVS already has the candy out. We're leaving, we're leaving hot girl summer, horny summer 2019. Sure. We're entering. Celibate autumn. Celibate autumn. Or hot I've been oh. kicking that around. Should we call it hot H A W T. Especially in LA. Yeah. H-A-W-T. That's mm-hmm. good. Or H-O-T. Because mm-hmm. it'll be hot until like November, basically, sure. here. Just be careful. Like, I don't want to... Nah, never mind. <laughs> no, chase it down. I was trying to do... I was trying to, was trying to find thought-em. Thought, thought em, thought I em. heard, but I don't like thought. Yeah. I don't use thought it's in mean, every day. Sir. It feels mean. Yeah. You know what? Let's not. Let's make this an all-inclusive autumn. Hey, all-inclusive yeah. autumn. Yeah. Triple A. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't spell. <laughs> you know what I like to say? To Nafat, mm. that new friend over there. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love that. 
He's a 38-year-old dad in, in Northridge. <laughs> sure. Mount Washington, thank you very oh, much. Occasionally I'll go to Ontario, but only okay. during fair season. Sure, sure, sure. Wait, not Ontario. What the fuck? Pomona. <laughs> God sure, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Ontario's where the outlets are. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, let's Let's take one more call. Hi, I was listening to the uh, podcast yesterday, and you guys were talking about um, getting scary offers for rides. And so it's not so much a monumentous occasion recently, but in 1987, I was living in Wichita, Kansas, and I was walking to work. It was a very long walk, um, like four miles one way. Um, took about, you know, it took a while, like an hour, hour and a half, and I was on this long stretch of road next to railroad tracks where there was nothing to be seen for several hundred yards in all directions for about a half a mile when three days in a row this pickup pulled up and this guy was offering me a ride, and it scared the living hell out of me. And three days in a row I said no. Finally, on the third day, he said he was not going to take no for an answer, and he had given me all these weird explanations as to why it was okay, ranging from him being a deacon in his church to him having been a, or currently at the time, was the scout leader for a local scouting troop. So finally, after the third day, I said, okay, and and made it really clear in my head that I wasn't going to go far, and I was going to jump out of the car if he wouldn't let me out. And that's what happened. I He let me out. And years later, it turns out it was the BTK killer. What? What? <laughs> Wait, this took a twist at the end. Yeah. Well, you know what they say, never accept a ride from a deacon. Yeah. Dang. And that's pushing, scripture for a reason. Sure, yeah. Can Especially I say Deacon Frost from Blade. That guy's no good. Can I suggest a, a further addition? Never accept a ride from a demon deacon. Yeah, scary. No matter, even if they're in the, even if they're in March Madness, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. don't accept it. It's Sergeant Pepper's, Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Squad. Squad. <laughs> oh my gosh! Heart Squad Band, Sergeant Pepper Lonely Heart Squad Band Facebook group closed. <laughs> Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club group chat. <laughs> Anyway. These are all works in progress. Yeah. The no, no, they're all album. perfect. <laughs> I'm not on any group chats, Kevin. Really? You got to yes, get on are. a group. You got to get not? on a group chat. Oh, that I makes mean, me sad. Unless you count uh, the one where I send baby pictures to my wife, my mother-in-law. Don't count. My mother, my sister-in-law, and my brother-in-law. My sister and my daughter, my sister and my daughter, yeah. my sister and my daughter. <laughs> just yeah. start some like, just start some unrelated chatter. Mm. It seems like you have one sitting there. Yeah. Just start one. Just see what Fran has start to say about shit. that. Mm-hmm. Do it. What do you guys, who do you guys think? Anti-Burns of Herzog's playing in The Mandalorian. Hey. <laughs> Man, you are. You, hey, start a Mandalorian recap show. I got Mandalorian fever. Hey, listen. Mm-hmm. The Mandalorian men, that's your show. <laughs> oh, sure. You can just put like a show and then like the plural for whatever your gender is and, you know, it'll, it'll be fine. Then it'll work itself out yeah. and it'll lead to a long career in podcasting. Hey. Mandalorians is what the Star Wars guys have? That's the... Uh, that's uh, Mandalorians. Mandalorians is... Oh, I don't know if do the Mandalorians have Mandalorians. Mandal- be... Mandalorians are what Captain Corelli has. Oh, Captain Crowley's Mandalorian. Man- this must exist. This is a tweet. Yeah. This is an A-plus tweet if I've ever heard it. Sure. Oh, this show's been full of tweets. 
Okay, if something momentous happens to you, 206-984-4FUN or JJGO at MaximumFun.org. Uh, go seek out the podcast from uh, Jesse Jordan. Mm-hmm. Jordan Jesse. Jordan Jesse. Uh, but just know we have not vetted this podcast. Uh, no, yes, it could so be if it's a white supremacist podcast. Don't listen to don't it. Listen. Don't if it turns listen out, to if it. you get five minutes in and, and, you, seems... and, you, and you can smell something fishy. Even if he says he's a deacon in your church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hey, if it's a Mandalorian recap podcast, don't listen because that shit isn't even out hey, yet. So he's, m- he's making up speculative shit. recap podcasts yeah. where they recap episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to start my my new one on HBO's Watchmen tomorrow. Oh what do you think? What do you, what will happen? Well, yeah. One guy's lonely because he's a superhero. He lives in space. Sure. Yeah. Damn. You know, Captain Blue Man. <laughs> sure. Yeah. From the Blue Man group. He's blue. He's the Well, he ain't got a group. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hey, if you like your podcast to be focused and well-researched and your podcast host to be uncharismatic, unhorny strangers who have no interest in horses, then this is not the podcast for you. Yeah, and what's your deal? <laughs> I'm Emily. I'm Lisa. Our show's called Baby Geniuses. And its hosts are horny adult idiots. We discover weird Wikipedia pages every episode. We discuss institutional misogyny. We ask each other the dumbest questions, and our listeners won't stop sending us pictures of their butts. We haven't asked them to stop, but they also aren't stopping. Join us on Baby Geniuses every other week on MaximumFun.org. La, 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 la. Have you ever watched a movie so bad you just needed to talk to somebody about it? Well, here at the Flophouse, we watch a bad movie and then talk about it. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. We'll watch it and we'll talk it. We do the hard work. Featuring the beautiful vocal talents of Dan McCoy. Stuart Wellington. And me, America's rascal, Elliot Kalin. New episodes every other Saturday at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcast, dude. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Moore's boy, detective. Kevin T. Porter, I'm innocential. <laughs> innocential. But no, you're a, you're, you're an essential. But if you've, you've been an essential part of your, you've been an essential part of this podcast. That's very sweet to have been on. Two and a half episodes yeah. of the show? Kevin, mm-hmm. you're part of our world. Hey, th- that's very sweet. In From the Aladdin, the movie the that Lion came out King. this year. Yes. Right, great. As Billy Eichner once sang in the hit film The Lion King. You're it a is. part of our world, you're baby. You're part of my world. No, he probably said, you're a part of my world! <laughs> or whatever. He likes to yell. One of the funniest guys around. Hey, good yeller. Doesn't get better than Billy Eichner. Uh, Brian Sonny D. Fernandez yeah. is our producer on the program. Kevin T. Porter can be found on the podcast Good Christian Fun, GCF. You can also find him on Twitter and Instagram at Kevin T. Porter. That's right. Uh, hit him up on the group chat. Find out about those Mandichlorians. D- DMs are open for any Mandichlorians <laughs> uh, questions. Captain Carilli, what do you got to say about it? You're on line mm-hmm. four. <laughs> oh, yes, I like them. <laughs> well, all right. I don't know what I was expecting. We should screen these calls. <laughs> Uh, anything else? No. I mean, we looked at the caller ID. It said Captain Corelli. We mm-hmm. specifically asked him to call. 
It would be messed up if he didn't call. Chocolat, you're online sex. <laughs> yes, I like a chocolate. It's me, Mr. Yes, Chocolat. We're taking calls from all Miramax movies of that era. <laughs> yeah. Hello, I'm Velma Kelly from Chicago. <laughs> right? That's me, the English patient. <laughs> How many more of these are there? I'm Shakespeare, and let's just say I got a little crush. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag it, JJ Go on yeah. Twitter. We're on Twitter at uh, Jordan Morris and at, uh, Jordan underscore Morris and at Jesse Thorne. We're on Facebook where you can like Jordan Jesse Go join the Max Fun Facebook group. We're on Reddit at maximumfun.reddit.com. We love you very much, and we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Oh, we love you. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.